I'm Don Rosinger, and I'm sitting here with my awesome husband, Travis, and we want to welcome you to the Loving the Fight Marriage Podcast. Well, it's so good to have you guys with us today. This week has been quite a week, hasn't it, Travis? Like, we have entertained like crazy. <laughs> we have lots and lots of people coming through our house, yep. but we've been loving it. And really just giving out a lot of love, but receiving a lot of love. Yes, we truly enjoy having people in our home. And for six of the last seven days, we have had tons of people come in and out of our doors and stay the night. We've had a lot of sleepovers and there have been four different parties of people. So lots of cooking, sheet washing and bed making and very late nights. Yeah, we had a party of 20 people about a week ago last Sunday night. But then also we've had two different, three different couples and groups of people from out of state. Yes, come and stay uh, with some us. Some from North Dakota, uh, Iowa and Arizona. Yep. It's been so fun. Again, this is something that we love to do. So it's not a burden. We just love people in general. This week, however, we had something very interesting happen at our house to one of our guests that we want to share with you. Travis, can you share with us what happened on yeah. Thursday night, just a few nights this ago? This was actually hilarious and crazy awkward all at the same time. So our kids came up from Iowa and we invited some of their friends over that they know from Iowa, but are, that are currently living in Minneapolis. And when our son sent out the invitation, he was like, hey, we want to have you guys come over. And we thought he had said for dessert. At 7.30 p.m., so would be dessert. Right. So when these friends, who are now living in Minneapolis, <laughs> but were from Iowa, came over at 7.30 p.m., we had this big dessert bar ready, and uh, actually, they, they came in first, and we just sat down and talked for like a yep. half hour, 45 Offered minutes. Offered them some coffee. <laughs> right. And then we said, hey, let's let's get up and have dessert together. And it might have been like, what, 8.15, 8.30 by then, and it turns out they hadn't had supper, and they were under the impression that supper was going to be served, yeah. that our son had, it turns out, had actually sent them an invitation to supper, to supper thought that he dessert. said dessert, yeah. we thought he said dessert, and so it was crazy oh, awkward. Yeah. Here they were like, what? We came for supper, and now these hosts are skipping supper yeah. and going straight to dessert, and it was so awkward for them, uh, but really kind that they brought it yep. up and they said, hey guys, did we miss something? Um, were we supposed to eat before we got here? The coolest thing though, is that they weren't angry. They weren't frustrated. They were so kind and they just said, hey, oh, I'm sorry. We thought there was supper and we're like, oh, did you really? We felt so bad. So we pulled out all of the <laughs> leftovers that we had already put away in the refrigerator and we gave them you know, a big meal. But they were so kind and so yeah. loving and they are not hangry people. No, they don't not get at all. Hangry at they all. said it with a smile and loads of yeah. graciousness. But again, here we pulled the carpet out from underneath their feet. Didn't get offer them supper and went straight to dessert. I know. My son. Wow. My son I would have apologized. lost my mind, yeah. by the way. You, you know I would have lost you my really mind. You really would have. That would have happened if we were at somebody's house. I would have just said, hold on a second. I would have went to the bathroom. I would have dialed uh, a pizza hotline. <laughs> and I would have had a pizza delivered to the house of the people we were at. Well, that story goes perfectly with our topic today. And today's topic is going to be a little bit lighter, but very Relevant. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Something happened on June 20th of this year, 2021. There was a tweet, it turns out, on that day that went viral and quickly spread to many social media outlets. And the tweet uh, said this. It said, made it kind of made a statement and it said, 80% of arguments start because someone hasn't eaten yet. <laughs> and when we read yeah. that, 
we, we started to laugh. We I did. mean, we were like, whoa, well, that explains a lot. Of course, that makes sense. But we wanted to see if this had research to back it up. I mean, was it just a statement that somebody made? Uh, but we were unable to find the source of that particular right, statement. Because it was so, a tweet and went through social media, but we didn't know who said it. Or right. came up with it. So we're quoting, it yeah. wasn't us, uh, and we couldn't find any research to back it up. But as we were looking into this, we did stumble across uh, this research that stated, and it's according to a new survey of 2,000 Americans, here's what it says, that hanger leads to an average of four arguments per week. And so that was some research, again, not ours, something that we had found from somewhere else and can kind of back up that viral tweet that, you know, that social media post that went, uh, you know, wildly crazy that 80% of all arguments are started because people haven't eaten. Well, our daughter is the one who sent us this tweet originally, and it made us both laugh when we read it. Why? Because I personally have seen this firsthand in our family. I lived in a home with people who get hangry and they still do. And I still live with them. Yeah. I was just going to say not lived past tense, (laughs) but you currently are living in that reality. Travis, you get hangry. You are the most encouraging, loving, grateful, and positive people that I know. But when you are hungry, you do get hangry. Your fuse gets pretty short and your focus is off. And for many years, it's been, it was three against one because my son and my daughter have the same issue. Yeah, yeah. And then there's me. And I just don't struggle with getting hangry. Yeah. It, it's a problem for me. I, I don't know what happens, but I get, you know, 20, 30 minutes past when I'm supposed to eat a normal meal. And it's like my eyes start to roll backwards yeah. in my head. I immediately grow horns off the top of my head and I, I start to get a short fuse. And yeah. I'm generally just happy-go-lucky, friendly, positive, and encouraging, but I turn into the devil. And I don't know why. It's just something that happens. Well, so what is hangry? And is it really a word, this idea of being hangry that has really popped up in the last several years? Well, we looked it up and the word hangry, as it turns out, is in Merriam-Webster's dictionary. Would you believe it? I mean, it's crazy. So here is the definition that they have, Merriam-Webster, for hangry. They say it means that you're irritable or angry because of hunger. I mean, it's really simple. It's a real thing. So Don, it's definitely something that I can, I'm guilty of, right? And and it's a fault uh, inside of me and who I am, but at least it's in the Merriam-Webster's dictionary. Like I don't make it up. It's there. That's really cool. Well, according to the American Psychological Association, here's what they ask. They say, what makes someone go from simply being hungry to full on hangry. And they say that it's more than just a simple drop in blood sugar. This combination of hunger and anger may be a complicated emotional response involving an interplay of biology, personality, and environmental cues. Again, this is all according to the American Psychological Association. So this proves being hangry is actually a real thing. It is. And it proves that I'm not that bad of a guy when I get hungry. I was excited to find this research and find out that it wasn't Merriam-Webster because I kind of didn't believe it for a while. I thought maybe you guys were just cranky. But I honestly can kind of give or take food. Don't you think, Travis? It's not necessarily a priority for me. Yeah, that's that's kind of sad. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I wish you cared more about food like I do. No. So it can cause a little bit of conflict sometimes in our marriage. If I had to choose between 
eating or a nap, I think I would definitely pick a nap. But to skip a meal here or there is not a problem for me. Or combining a meal to me is a great idea, such as brunch or dinner or like what you call it, dunch. Yeah, dunch. dunch. So dinner and lunch. <laughs> yeah. I don't like that. That's a bad idea. But combining meals is brilliant. It's efficient. But when I mention this or I have mentioned it to you in the past, you kind of get this incredibly panicked look on your face and Actually, it's more of a look of horror and disgust. I have gotten pretty much, you know, smarter now throughout our years of being married to you that you need three meals a day. You need food in order to truly function. Yeah. You know, Donna, it's interesting because remember the other day we were, we ordered a pizza and we got it home and it was late at night. We had been out all day entertaining our guests Mm -hmm. this week and we went to sit down to eat the pizza and you're like, yeah, I guess I don't really want that. I think I just want to go to bed. (laughs) And I almost fell over and died. I was like, are you kidding me? We got this amazing, delicious pizza. We get it home and now you would choose sleep over food. Yep. <laughs> me, me, I would just die of no sleep and I would choose the food. I know you guys, you're probably thinking, why are you guys talking about being hangry? And it's definitely a lighter topic, but very relevant. Being hangry is a real thing and it is causing conflict and stress in marriage. The goal of this marriage podcast is to encourage you to keep fighting for your marriage. So if being hangry is causing conflict, then we want to help you navigate through that if this is an issue in your marriage. Again, how many couples, what did it say, four times a week? That yeah, they argue yep, yep. when it comes to just being hangry. Yeah, and if that's correct, but we just know from our own, anecdotally from our own marriage, I mean, it it definitely puts us on edge. Why? Because we're so different. And it's not just being the hangry or you wanting sleep over food. We're just different, and that can really impact our marriage. So what can we do to avoid conflict that can come into our marriage simply because I might be hangry or one of you that are listening and in your marriage, maybe it's you're the husband or the wife and you just get hangry. I know plenty of women that, boy, if they don't get food when they need to get it, they lose their minds. So just a couple thoughts quickly. Stop and ask yourself, am I hungry? When irritable, ask yourself. When was the last time I ate something that nourished my body? Even when was the last time I drank water? And this is good for me because uh, it's something that I need to stay in touch with. I don't want to lash out at you, Don. I don't want to get frustrated and get into some strange argument that mm. means nothing just because I'm actually just right. needing some food. Because that's a simple solution. Water. If you need to eat and you're frustrated or irritable, then just eat. Like I'd rather have you eat something than us argue over something that's pointless. Yeah, you nailed it. And beyond that, uh, it's really good to ask yourself, did I get enough sleep? Am I overscheduled right now? Are we too busy? Am I stressed? How do I physically feel right now? Well, according to Science Daily, here's what they said. Our bodies play a powerful role in shaping our moment-to-moment experiences, perceptions, and behaviors. Whether we are hungry versus full, tired versus rested, or sick versus healthy. They went on to say that this means that it's important to take care of our bodies, to pay attention to those bodies signals and to not discount them because they matter not just for our long-term mental health but also for the day-to-day quality of our psychological experiences social relationships and work performance wow. Wow. there's definitely an importance to be physically healthy 
but to make sure all of our physical needs are being met. Yeah, and it's a well-balanced life. And when we're not living a well-balanced life, it suddenly starts to do damage to our relationships. It's crazy because there can be a direct correlation between how you take care of your body and your ability to properly handle your emotions. I think that has a lot to do with it. We get emotional or we react too easy. We've talked about a short fuse, but also uh, in how we take care of our relationships yep. in correlation to how we're not taking care of our bodies. So if you find yourself arguing over very petty things or seem more irritable or explosive at times, you need to stop and ask yourself if you are taking care of your physical needs. When we don't take care of our physical needs first, we're not going to be able to properly function to our relational and emotional and mental needs. And I would say, this sounds kind of funny, but I carry around a couple granola bars in my backpack that are protein, but they have sugar in there and carbs. I always have them on hand because if I feel like it's starting to, you know, rise up within me, that, that hanger, then... I grab one of those and you it do. changes everything. I'm back to my normal self. It's funny because in the car, I carry around candy. Like, not because I need to eat it. I just want it. So I just, that's my thing that I you carry around. You have a candy stash and sunflower yeah. seeds. You love sunflower seeds. Well, the next question that we want to answer today is this. How can we avoid this from happening in our marriage? So the first thing, you know, how can we avoid conflict? Well, we have to evaluate ourselves. Like, are we physically in need of something? But how can we avoid this from happening in our marriage? The first thing that we need to do is just we have to talk about our needs when it comes to food, meals, and snacks. I need to know that Travis needs three meals a day. And I think it's good for him to know that's not quite as important to me when it comes to, you know, being on that eating schedule as it is to him. Yeah. And let's dig into that a little bit more, Don, for you to know that, but also to respect that in me. And I respect that in you. So if you want to go to bed when there's a hot, fresh pizza, that's your choice. (laughs) Um, But if I want to go ahead and eat that third meal for the day and you don't want to, you know, you respecting me is so great to say, oh, sweetie, yeah, absolutely. Grab that food. And not giving me a hard time or making me feel guilty or weird or bad, but just allowing me to be human the way that God wired me to be. Again, we're talking about things that we can do to avoid this from happening in our marriage. The next thing is this. If you are prone to becoming hangry, make sure you are stocked with snacks that can fill your belly and get you through until you're able to actually eat a meal healthy snacks. I know Travis, like you just talked about, you have granola bars in your backpack or in the car. You always take them with you. So then you can grab something quickly that's nourishing to your body to help avoid being hangry. Have planned and scheduled mealtime that you both can agree on. If I know that Travis needs three meals a day, we're going to plan those out and we're going to schedule those times and we're going to make sure that happens so that we can avoid him being hangry or, you know, me if, you know, I would get hangry. But then you just have to respect that you can both be at a different place and that's okay. It's okay that Travis needs three meals a day and it's okay that I could give or take food. We just have to respect each other and where we are when it comes to food. So even when it comes to food though, We can look to the Bible for an answer. And we use this often, but it's very fitting in many situations when it comes to marriage. In 1 Corinthians 13, 4, it says, Love is patient, love is kind. This works in both directions when it comes to the one that is hangry and to the one that is not. Be patient and be 
kind. If your spouse just needs something to eat, give them the time to yeah. go and get something to eat or make sure that you were provided for them. If yeah. You need to. And I would say if they need sleep, if they, you know, whatever it is that they're needing, just being sensitive to that. And it's interesting because we're not talking about food being a God. I know that's addressed in the Bible. And it, you know, it, this idea is presented about some people where their belly is their God. And Don, you know, for me, that's not the case. No. I love food. I'm passionate about food, but I don't eat too much. Right. We work out a lot. And so it's often I'm just needing a little bit to get my brain back to where it yep. needs to be. I think that's just the way that God created you. I believe that your blood sugar does get lower than mine does at times, and you need to eat in those moments. But again, that's the way that God created your body to be. I think the key, too, would be to believe the best about your spouse. And remember that you're on the same team and you're working together. Don't just assume that they're trying to be rude or a jerk or be difficult. There may be a legitimate reason they are getting irritated because of the way that God created them, like you just said, Don, and their body chemistry. God's created that. Yeah, yeah. And so just making sure that you're allowing for room uh, for who God's created them to be. Man, it's funny. Life and marriage can be hard due to all the responsibilities that life can throw at us. You know, there's just stressors that come with life. And these are just simple solutions to help eliminate something that could escalate quickly. So if eating a protein bar can help you or your spouse from saying or doing something you or they may regret, just carry around that protein bar. You guys, we know this is a very simple topic, but it's very relevant because it's something that's a change in our body. It causes conflict. Words may be thrown around that might not be very kind or sarcasm because we're just hungry and we we need to just make sure we're taking care of our physical bodies. Yeah, it's really living a balanced life and we're talking about avoidable conflict yes. and that is huge. Do what you need to do, work out, get sleep, uh, eat and drink plenty of water. Do what you need to do to make sure that you're able to have that you know, healthy, emotional, and mental right. mindset. I think that is huge. Again, just going back to the original tweet, the whole reason for this podcast was this, 80% of arguments start because someone hasn't eaten yet. <laughs> now, if that's true or not, we're not sure. It was a tweet. It was on social media. But there is a real thing called hangry. Yeah, brings up a very relevant point. Remember, guys, you have got this. You can do it. Don't give up. Thank you for joining us today. Have a great week. And remember, keep loving the fight. See you guys next time.